Hello, everyone. Welcome back to New Era of Me. I'm your host, Hannah Brock, and welcome, welcome. I'm so excited for today's episode. For today's episode, we are talking about heartbreak, boys, relationships. This is a touchy subject for us all, and the reason why I say I'm excited about this is just because I'm excited to help you guys. I want to try and give my best advice as possible. I'm not an expert in relationships at all. Again, I've said this many times, I'm only 20 years old, but I do have a good understanding of what a mature and healthy relationship is, and I'm sure you guys do too, but sometimes you guys need to hear it from someone and hear just someone tell you straight what is okay and what is not okay. And I am here to do that for you guys. But before I get started, I want to tell you guys about my weekly giveaway with a free latte. Every week I give out a free latte and if you're new, you might be confused what that means. That just means that I send $5 to a person every single week. You may be thinking like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. How do I sign up? How do I get this free latte or this $5? And what you have to do is you have to post my podcast on your story on Instagram and tag my Instagram. And you have to say something like, I love this podcast or say something you liked about this podcast and just really show that you listened and actually liked it. Because that support and appreciation of my episodes really helps motivate me to keep doing these episodes and I just want to give my thanks and gratitude towards you guys and that's why I send a five dollars to someone every week because I love you guys and I really appreciate all the support I've been getting especially from people that I don't even know in real life it just means so much and really inspires me to keep on going with this podcast I also want to give out a disclaimer for this episode before I start. I'm going to be talking about heartbreaks, relationships, and boys, and I'm just giving my personal advice. And I just want to give a disclaimer that I am not a professional. So if you are taking my advice, that is your choice. I'm not forcing you to do any of this. This is just my advice for you and what I would do if I were in your situation. And if you guys just found my podcast, you may be confused how this episode's going to work. Well, I asked my followers, what are some questions that they have on relationships, boys, or they have a question like what they should do in a certain situation with a boy or a few ways on how to deal with heartbreak and what to do when you get out of a relationship and just some healthy habits for you to do that will lead you to feeling better. Because we all know getting out of relationship is so hard and heartbreaking and you just feel your lowest of low. And so I'm going to give my best tips and advice on how to make your heartbreaking era a faster process so you can get back out there into the real world. I don't mean get back out there and start dating right away, but I just mean get to your normal self and healthy self and yeah. So I'm going to be talking about how to get over your ex because I know a lot of us girls, once we're out of relationship and 
we're broken up with our ex, we still are hung up on our ex and we still want them. We're hoping that they're going to call and text us and we can't get them out of our mind because we want them. Like even though we either broke up with them or they broke up with us, we still secretly and low-key want them because I don't know how long of a relationship you had, but you still formed a connection with this person and it's just sad to see them go off and start a new life without you. It's hard. So I'll be giving you my tips and advice to get over that ex. My first tip is no contact. And this means don't call, don't text, obviously. And I know a lot of you guys do that. Don't be friends with your ex and block them on social media or you don't have to be petty like that. I mean, that's not really being petty. You're looking out for yourself, but maybe just unfollow them because if you're seeing their Instagram and seeing what they're up to, that's contact. Like I see that as being in contact with them and you're going to catch yourself stalking them on Instagram and seeing their stories and seeing what they're up to, and that's just not going to make you get over them. You're going to still be hung up on them. And also, I know so many people try to be friends with their ex, but how how is that going to benefit you? How are you going to get over your ex if you're hanging out with him and being friends with him? You're not going to get over him. You're just setting your, You're just setting yourself up for failure and you're setting yourself up for heartbreak because you're just going to get hurt all over again. You're going to be friends with him, but then start to see that he's texting a new girl and you're like, wait, what? Like, I thought we were kind of something, but no, you guys were just friends. Like he only sees you as a friend now. So don't even bother being friends with him because we all know those people that are still friends with their ex One of them, at least, is wanting that person. There is no way that they are both consensually only wanting to be friends. There's no way. Trust me. Another piece of advice I have for you guys is think of the negative times that have happened with your ex. I think a lot of people, when they break up with someone or, you know, you aren't in a relationship with that person anymore you think about the happy memories you had with that person like your honeymoon stage and think like wow we had such a great time during this during that during the christmas season during easter on our vacation trip with my family like we just had the best time but thinking of those good memories because yes every relationship has good memories But when you're thinking about those good memories, you're not going to get over your ex. And if you're letting yourself choose thinking about the good memories over the bad memories, then you aren't being honest with yourself about getting over the ex. That that shows that you truly don't want to get over your ex. And I hope you're listening to this podcast, at least this part of the podcast, and You chose to listen to this podcast for a reason and I hope that reason is because you want to get over your ex. You're not going to get over your ex if you are thinking about those good memories. 
you're going to be thinking like, wow, maybe our relationship was amazing and was healthy and maybe we shouldn't have broken up, but you, you should have broken up because there was a reason you guys broke up and don't forget about that. So that is why my piece of advice is to think of the negative times that you had with your ex. Think of the things that drove you crazy about your ex. You have to just be honest with yourself. Don't, I'm not saying make pros and cons, like a list of pros and cons. Don't even do that. Only make a list of cons because then when you catch yourself maybe thinking like, oh, should I text him? Like, see how he's doing? Relook at those cons that he had in that relationship and hopefully that will tell you not to text him. You need to be there for yourself because that's all you have is yourself. That's the only person in life you can depend on and you need to be looking out for yourself and you you not letting yourself get over your ex is definitely not you looking out for yourself. That's just you setting yourself up for heartbreak over and over and over again. And that's when you have to blame yourself. You can't blame anyone else but yourself. Okay, so my last piece of advice for getting over your ex is stop telling yourself you need closure. Most people that are saying they want closure are just not really accepting the breakup. When they're saying they need closure or when you're saying you need closure, that's just an excuse to see your ex again. You're gonna try to get all dolled up and look good and you're gonna be hoping that he or she wants you back. But in reality, you might rekindle something that night and maybe hook up, but there's a reason you broke up and it's not gonna work out. And just because you guys maybe had a little spark that night because you got all dolled up and he thought you looked good, doesn't mean it's gonna work out. So when you're telling yourself you just need closure and that's it, we all know you're not being honest with yourself. We all know the reason is just because you wanna see him again and hope he wants you back or she wants you back. You just can't admit to yourself that the relationship is over because yes, we know that's sad that your relationship that you've been working on is over, but you got to be honest with yourself and you don't need that closure. The only closure you need and you already know is that the relationship is over. I might be sounding very harsh and straightforward to you guys, but I am just being honest. If your relationship ended, it ended for a reason. And that reason is that you guys just both don't work out with each other. It might be right person, wrong time, and it might just be something else. But it it just isn't working out for you guys. And I think the hardest thing for most people is just being honest with themselves because they have that hope that something will change and that after their closure meeting that they're having, it will rekindle their relationship. But it might just for that night. But trust me, in the end, you're just going to get hurt. And if in that point you're starting to see yourself going back to your ex for hookups and closure meetings and he's telling you he's rethinking maybe getting back together with you, you're setting yourself up for heartbreak again and again. And by that point, you can't be blaming him for breaking your heart over and over again. That's when you need to start blaming yourself because in honesty, it is your fault. I know you guys are smarter than that. 
And I know that if your friends were in the scenario that you were in, you would be telling them, girl, don't go back to him. He's using you. He doesn't actually want to get back with you. Like, trust me, like, don't fall for it again. Like, you would be telling your friend that. But everyone does this. Everyone gives the best advice, but never takes their own advice because they always think that their situation, they're one in a million. Like, they think that what never happens is going to happen for them. But most likely, that's not true. It's just going to happen to them too. But as I was saying, it's your fault. It's going to start to be your fault if you keep going back and back and back to that ex. Because he's thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm playing her. She's so dumb. If I just tell her I'm rethinking getting back together with her, she'll just keep coming back with hook with hooking up with me and it's awesome. I don't have to be in a relationship with her, but she's still being exclusive to me and he's just having this best of both worlds, but you are just setting yourself up for heartbreak and you're smarter than that. And I know deep down, you actually do know the truth, but you don't want to admit it to yourself. But yeah, I know those three things that I gave you guys, which is no contact with your ex. Think of the negative things that happened with your ex and also stop telling yourself you need closure. Those three things are great ways to get over your ex. It takes a lot of work, but trust me, if you do, if you do those three things, you are taking a step into the right direction. Trust me. And you are doing amazing and it really shows that you are working for yourself and you're looking out for yourself. Okay, so I know now I'm jumping into the questions that you guys asked me to give advice on. And I just want to thank all of you guys that submitted questions. Thank you for being so vulnerable and just opening up to me and trusting me with these situations you're in and scenarios you're in and just really trusting me with your questions. It means a lot and us not knowing each other on a personal level yet, it just shows that you guys are actually so loyal to me and I appreciate you on a whole nother level. So thank you so much. Okay, so let's get started though. First question. How do I know if he really likes me? He flirts with me and doesn't, and I'm confused. Okay, so first off, do you even like him? Because I know a lot of girls, and I've been in this situation where I'm like, oh my gosh, I think he might like me, and I like stress about this and think about it, and but in reality, I don't even like him. So why am I overthinking this when I don't even like him. But if the answer is no, you don't even like him, then don't stress over it. Trust me, it's not worth the time of your day. It's not going to matter in five years, so don't stress five minutes of it. But if you do like him and have a feeling he likes you back, then most likely he does. Usually our intuition is right, but I want you to be cautious. I don't know if you're in high school or college, but there are a lot of F-boys out there. And 
I'm not saying he's an F-boy, but it's good to protect yourself at first before you let your guard down. Make sure he is truly a good guy and has good intentions for you and just in general. I'm not saying someone's past always defines who they are, but it does help. <laughs> like, people do change. I'm not saying they don't, but if you relook and think about his past with girls or just his past in general and how he treats people, it really shows what his intentions are for you. If he is known as a flirtatious guy, then yeah, he might be flirting with you. Your intuition is right, but he might be flirting with a bunch of other girls too. So don't get your hopes up on on him only settling for you because I know this is harsh and straightforward, but F-boys think that they can get away with it, but don't let that happen. Even if you like him so much, don't let it happen. Don't fall for him. Don't fall for an F-boy, period. But if he's not an F-boy and he has great intentions and he's a good guy and he's not using girls and you know that, then I say go for it. I think that girls always wait on guys to make these moves and wait till they know for sure that the guy likes her and all that. But I think that now, 2022, almost 2023, it's okay to make the first move. Like, I don't know if you guys are texting. Like, I really don't know every detail of whatever is happening with you guys. But when you were saying how sometimes he flirts with you and then sometimes he doesn't, that can mean two things. One, he's an F-boy because F-boys do that. And also another one could be he does like you, but he's nervous and can't read you. He might be thinking the same thing you're thinking. He might be flirty with you and he's wanting to see if you'll flirt back. But then also he might not be flirting with you the, uh, the next day because he's a little nervous to be so vulnerable and let his guard down because he doesn't want to get hurt. So you really got to... I'm, I think that you should go for it and if he's not an F-boy, go for it because you're going to end up being proud of yourself even if he isn't actually flirting with you and you find that out. At least you have the balls to do something about it and you know, trust me, that is going to help you in the future if you can already make that move and take that step forward and have the balls to do something like that that is courageous and brave and that is a great characteristic to have so I hope that helped and if you have more questions please dm me because obviously I only have like a brief little question you asked me and I don't know the whole detailed story behind everything so if you can give me the whole detailed story and still have a question please DM me and I'll try to help. But now I'll get into the next question. Okay, ready guys? Okay, My boyfriend and I have been having such a rough patch for the last year. We don't know what to do. We've been dating since March 2020. I want to break up with him, but he says we'll get through it together. My mental health is suffering with everything else going on in my life. 
Okay, so <sighs> I'm sorry, by the way, because this is a hard situation, especially being in a two and a half year long relationship since March 2020. That's a long relationship and it's hard to just give up on something like that. So I am sorry that you are going through that and having mental health issues right now and it's just struggling. It's hard, especially right now. Like I think a lot of things are happening in our world today and it's hard to have a healthy mindset. So I'm going to try my best to give you my best honest advice, but please do what's best for you. And that's kind of what my advice is. But you are in the right step and that is you are acknowledging something is wrong with your relationship. Like at least you can admit that to yourself and admit that to me. Most people in that situation would lie to themselves and say that everything is going to work out. And I feel like that's your boyfriend's situation. He is kind of telling himself that everything will work out. You can't blame your boyfriend for wanting you guys to work out, but I don't know if you've communicated with him that your mental health is going downhill, but if you have communicated that with him, but if you have communicated that with him, that your mental health is going downhill because of the stress in the relationship and just everything else in life, then he should want to give you the time and space that you need. So not all guys are aware of the importance of mental health. And I'm aware of that. Like not every guy is knows everything about mental health. Like for example, I'm just learning about mental health. Like I'm still learning more and more about mental health every day. And so you can't really blame the guy for not knowing so much about mental health yet. So that is your job to be more selfish and look out for yourself. You need to put on your big girl pants and break up with him. If you think he is the one, then trust me, you guys will end up with each other. And you'll end up getting back with each other. But as of right now, it is the right person wrong time. If you know deep down that he isn't the one though, then you need to break up with him, sis. One, because it is affecting your mental health. And two, he is trying to make the relationship work. And so that means that he probably thinks you guys are going to work out and last forever. And so that's just not fair to him if you know deep down that he's not the one, but he thinks that you guys are going to work out. So that's just not fair for him. And it's not fair for you because you are stressing and stressing about this relationship and almost feeling bad for him and that's why you're staying in the relationship but you gotta you gotta be selfish because the longer you're holding him in this relationship the harder it's gonna be for him don't lead him on any longer i know it's so hard to break up with someone that you have been with for two and a half years especially since you guys were dating during the pandemic i feel like relationships that started during COVID, they really are connected on a whole new level. And that's just because you guys spent so much time together. But you need to prioritize your mental health. And that should always come first is your mental health. Oh, this, this poor girl, like, this makes me so sad to know that parents' relationships are affecting their kids future relationships and it's so common so please don't think you're alone in this 
It happens to a lot of people when they are seeing their parents fighting or struggling or falling out of love. It really affects their kids. And the parents don't really realize that because obviously they're going through it themselves. So again, I'm so sorry that you had to see that. No kid should see that. But I'll try to give my best advice I can give. Everyone is their own individual person and everyone experiences a whole different life. I know you are related to your parents, but that doesn't mean you are going to have the same outcome as they did with love. I know it is hard seeing your parents fight and fall out of love, and also it's hard to let yourself fall in love when you know that the divorce rates are so high and just all that. But love is worth every risk, and I can promise you that. Even if you end up getting heartbroken your first relationship or second relationship or third relationship, it will be worth it in the end. You just got to put yourself out there because the right person will come to you eventually. I'm not saying that's going to be your first relationship that comes to you and the first relationship you let yourself get into and fall in love with. I'm not saying that's going to be the person, but at the same time, I'm not saying it's not going to be the person. So that is why I'm telling you to just let yourself fall in love. Don't be scared because you're focusing on the negative what ifs. Like what if we don't end up working out? What if I get heartbroken? What if he uses me? What if he cheats on me? But that is not the mindset you should have when you're getting into a relationship. You should be focusing on the positive what ifs. Like what if we get married? What if we start a family and raise healthy, beautiful kids. Like that is so beautiful and it's so worth every risk that love has. I know that like hearing all of this, you probably know that there's positive what ifs, but you're still so scared. And I think that you should listen to my fear podcast episode because that might help you. Um, I talk about how fear is just false evidence appearing real and that you're just making these negative outcomes that are going to happen. You're creating that in your head, but those outcomes aren't real. You're just creating these outcomes in your head. And don't let yourself think of that stuff, because why think of that? Again, you're thinking that because your parents went through that, but again, you are your own person, you have your own story, you have your own life, So don't let your parents' relationship affect your future relationship. I know it's intimidating knowing that you can get heartbroken, but just remember everyone goes through it and everyone ends up okay. Don't hold yourself from experiencing such a beautiful thing. Just because you grew up seeing it as an ugly thing, it is hard when your point of view on love is so negative and I get it. It's just because that's all you saw growing up. But think of all the beautiful relationships that have happened. There are so many. You should watch some rom-coms and maybe it will inspire you to fall in love. There are so many beautiful love stories that have happened. And so you going through seeing your parents' story is taking over your life. But there are so many couples out there that aren't your parents and I hope 
that helps you and inspires you to just be vulnerable because it's not fair to yourself at all to hold yourself back from falling in love. Okay, next question. How do I overcome daddy issues and practice self-love? And that can cause you to develop daddy issues. It sucks how many people suffer with daddy issues, but just know you are not alone. What I would fully recommend is speaking to a therapist. This is a great way to let out your feelings and emotions you have been building up, but also a great way to just get professional advice. They can help you teach, they can, redo, they can help teach you skills to build a healthy relationship with a partner. Another way is to recognize and acknowledge that you're an adult and you have your own power to direct the course of your life. Since you have already acknowledged that you have daddy issues, now is the time to learn about healthy relationships with a future partner. So now let me give an example of someone that has daddy issues and this is just like a situation that would happen. So let's say you see that your partner is becoming more distant and you have no idea why and you start freaking out so you become more clingy, start to over obsess and you just think that something that you did was wrong and so you start to be more clingy. But And you think it's just all about you because you think that you're the one that caused him to be more distant. But in reality, it's because your partner might just be going through some personal stuff and it has nothing to do with you. That is called daddy issues because you are just over obsessing and making sure that everything is okay because... You see him almost as a father figure. You see him as the man in your life and you don't want to lose him. And that is why you become clingy and over obsessive. And when you start to see him being more distant, you freak out and you just think that you're the problem and you really try your best to work it out. But having daddy issues can actually ruin relationships and that is why it's important to acknowledge that you have daddy issues and just to work through it because I think if you acknowledge that you do have it then you are in the right step in right direction and then she also asked how to practice self-love spend time with yourself is my best advice. I'm going to do more research for you guys with self-love and I'm going to do a podcast episode on self-love. But what I've been doing with self-love practices is writing in a journal and really just writing all my feelings and thoughts out on paper and then rereading it. And just once you're writing it, you're kind of just letting go of everything that you've been holding in. And I think that shows that you are working on yourself and that's what self-love is is that you're working on yourself and learning to love yourself and just spending time with yourself and learning to be okay with being alone is practicing self-love if you can't spend one whole day 
without a friend or a boyfriend or girlfriend or your parents, like you just can't handle being alone, then that is a sign that you should practice self-love. And then start to do day by day. Like first, your goal should be spend a whole day by myself, do things by myself, go to a coffee shop by myself. Do things by yourself till you start to learn to be okay with your own presence. My goal is to be almost happier being alone. Like, because it's so important to practice self-love because I've said this many times, the only person you can really depend on is yourself. I know you guys are like, but my parents, my parents, my parents, you're not always going to have your parents. They might be busy. They might pass away. I'm just saying that you need to only rely on yourself because that is a promise that you will have yourself. Obviously, you want to have a great relationship with your friends and your boyfriend and girlfriends, but why wouldn't you want to have a great relationship with yourself? right? Isn't that the best? All in all, listen to some self-love podcasts. I think that will help you learn and practice self-love. Go on walks by yourself. Just do stuff that you would usually do with a friend or someone, but try doing it by yourself. It will be intimidating in the beginning, but it never hurts to do it by yourself. Okay, so next question. What to do when you know you're being used, but you don't want it to end because then you will have no one? This question makes me so sad because I know there are so many people out there that can relate to this, but it also makes me so angry that you guys are letting yourselves do this to yourself. So, my best advice is for you to go on a self-love journey and find all the podcasts that are on self-love and read some self-love books. Like you really need to focus on yourself. There is no time for you to be in a relationship if you're at that point. You have no self-respect if you know you're being used and you're letting it happen. Yes, this boy sucks and is disgusting that he's using you, but you're doing it to yourself because you've acknowledged it. I mean, you admitted it to me. And remember, you're not alone. So many people go through this and know that they're being used, but just don't want to be alone. But if you're fearful of being alone, that just shows that you need to learn to not be scared of being alone and find ways to learn to be happy with yourself. And once you learn to be in love with just being by yourself and you're fine with being alone and being okay with being alone, you're not going to be scared to end this toxic relationship or whatever situationship you are in. You need to please listen to some self-love podcasts Please DM me if you need help finding some or some self-love books. I will help you because it sucks to see that some of you guys are out there just staying with a partner just because you don't want to be alone. It's so common, but it's not okay. 
You're just setting yourself up for heartbreak. You really are. Trust me. And why would you want to be with someone that is doing that to you? Think of if you had a daughter and she was in the situation you're in, right? I can't imagine if I had a daughter and she was getting used by a teenage boy. I would be so upset. Not at her because sometimes, you know, you don't know better and loving yourself is hard and it's a journey and it takes a lot of work, but I'd be mad at the boy, of course, but just I'd be mad at the situation and I know that not everyone has a mother or a motherly figure to go to and talk to about these situations So that's why I want to tell you guys, my DMs are always open. My Instagram is at new.era.pod. Please DM me if you need help with your self-love and self-worth. But just don't let a guy get away with this. He doesn't deserve you the slightest. You're in the right step for acknowledging that this is happening, but at the same time, you know it's happening. So don't do that to yourself. This is a judgment-free podcast. I'm not judging you at all because I am telling you, it happens to so many people. I've been there. But you need to have self-respect and learn and develop some self-respect. Once you start learning to love yourself, you won't be so fearful to have no one. You will learn to love being with yourself and being okay to be alone. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. And it takes a lot of time, effort, and work into getting into a healthy self-love version of yourself. But trust me, all the time and effort will be worth it. Please drop this man. He does not deserve you at all. He's gross and disgusting for doing this to you. If you need more advice, again, please just DM me. I'm here for you always. And that goes for any of you guys. If you have or want to talk to someone about something, I can be your personal diary. I can try my best to give you the best advice that I have, but I can also just be a diary for you. Sometimes you don't really want someone else's opinion on a certain situation, but you just want to express your feelings and thoughts to someone without judgment. And if you're looking for that, I am here for you. But I'm just going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for submitting questions. I hope that my advice really helped you out there. And if you just listen to this podcast and can't relate at all to any of these questions and you're not even going through a heartbreak or relationship problems but if you know someone out there that is send them this podcast because it will help them trust me it will and they'll be just thankful that you thought of them and really they're going to be thankful that you want to help them I hope that some of you guys that didn't submit questions but listen to this podcast I hope that you can relate with some of these people. I don't hope that you can relate with these people, but 
I hope that some of these questions can help you guys with whatever you're going through. Again, I love you guys so, 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 so much. You are the best and thank you for supporting me. I appreciate it so much. I love you guys and thank you for listening. Have a blessed day or night or whatever it is for you guys when you're listening to this. And thank you. I love you. Bye.